One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Buying and selling gold, silver, platinum, and palladium bars and coins, and rare and collectible coins. We also buy gold scrap and sterling flatware. If you wish to buy or sell any of these items, please call 402-327-2853 for an appointment. We are live. Welcome to KLIN. This has been a fun morning. We, we're just getting things started. Welcome to One Shot, One Life. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, we also want to thank you if you're watching us on our brand new Facebook Live video. You can see our overhead view. So um, we've got our guests in the studio. We've got all of our producers here. Uh, you can join us always at Facebook Live on 1400 KLIM. And, uh, yeah, so what's new? During our commercial breaks, you're going to be able to see a sneak peek, bird's eye view of the studio, and you'll be able to see what's going on behind the scenes with our team and guests and sometimes you might be able to see some uh, crazy stuff as well and uh, we've had a little little bump in the road getting started that's okay I mean it happens right that's life uh, getting things kicked off and we'll talk about that more in a second but I want to thank Kenny Lara because he has us fired up on Facebook rolling and uh, hopefully you can see us there I want to wave to you there on uh, Facebook thank you so much for joining us again that's at 1400 KLIM you can always see our recordings there as well uh, for the shows that we have now, uh, we also have Johnny Cadillac filling in as producer for uh, Josh, who's actually out sick um, for this week. Jo- uh, Johnny, you there? I'm here. All right. We've here. got we got Johnny live as well. So we got two mics that work. We want to make sure that George's works here in, the, in a second as well. So, uh, Johnny, thank you so much for uh, helping us out today. Uh, you know, Josh is feeling a little bit under the weather. We miss seeing him here, but uh, you're here today. I want to ask you a question. At One Shot, One Life, we help people in six different areas, and I was testing you earlier this, uh, uh, yes, this you morning yep. about what those six areas are. Can you name them? All right. Here we go. We have money, people, faith, Health, or sorry, work, health, hopes, and dreams. Boom! You nailed all those, so thank you so much for that. We've got a great show lined up today, because today we're going to focus on the area of faith. We've got a lot of people um, in the city of Lincoln that go through um, the jail and prison system, and we've got a great guest today who's going to be here, George Darlington, who is a former assistant Nebraska Cornhusker football coach. Uh, obviously, he was an assistant coach for many years and many decades, but he's invested his life in the last 10-plus years in working with the local prison ministry group to really help help uh, men who are really trying to transition out of um, the system into regular day life. And so George is going to talk about what he's been investing his life into. But obviously, I think to begin with, we're going to want to talk a little bit about uh, Husker sports. Uh, you know, I have a lot of people who've, who've been really excited that George is going to be on the show today. And uh, so we're going to touch a little bit when we start out on Husker sports, and then we'll jump into looking at more about uh, what he's doing with the prison ministry area. Now, we also want to thank many of our listeners. We've got the Johnny. We've got the greatest listeners in the world. This last week, we got I uh, got calls. I got a card um, as well in the mail from Gary. I want to thank him for that. Big thanks to Jack for texting out how much last week's show meant. Um, speaking of last week's show, we want to thank everybody who called in. We had the lines full, people online, and we couldn't get to everybody. It was a great show with celebrity trainer and creator of P90X Tony Horton. Uh, and by the way, he did an amazing job on the show. So if you haven't listened to that show, go to our podcast area and listen.
listen to that. You can also watch it on Facebook as well. Uh, and last week, we also said we were going to give away an autographed copy of my book, my book, best-selling book, One Shot, One Life. And we did that as well to one of our callers. So I want to congratulate, let's see, who did we have winner? We want to congratulate uh, Dan Burdoff, who was our winner last week. We shipped that book out earlier this week um, to him. So congratulations for that. All right. Um, well, let's go ahead and look at what we're going to uh, uh, have on store and on tap for the show in the next few weeks. We've got a great lineup of people coming in. Next Saturday on January 29th, we have the band Voda. Super excited about that. Brian Olson and John Wooten are uh, are the members of that band. Brian is the owner. He's also a former member of a Christian group called the Newsboys. Back in their heyday, he toured around the world with them, so we're excited to have uh, John and Brian come in. Uh, they're going to talk about the One Shot, One Life song, so our theme song is called One Shot, One Life. It ties to the book and our, our, our business as well, so we'll talk about how that intersects. We're going to um, talk about Voda, their lives and dreams, and also the upcoming tour that they have in 2022. And then uh, on Saturday, February 5th, we'll have no show because we've got uh, Husker basketball that'll be playing. Well, hopefully, uh, if COVID doesn't get in the way again, we'll have Husker basketball again. And then on Saturday, February 12th, Johnny, I don't know about you, but uh, have you ever been interested in starting your own business? I hadn't thought about it, but that would always be great. And would you like it to have extra streams of income? Oh, absolutely. Well, there you go. So that's going to be a week that you're going to want to listen to. February 12th, we have entrepreneurs Billy the Kid and Dan Delgado coming in. Billy's the owner of four thriving businesses in town. He's also the author of a brand new book called The Power of Being Uncomfortable. Uh, he's also a successful DJ and musician. So he's going to come in along with Dan Delgado. Dan is the owner of three thriving businesses. He also works full-time. So you can do this as well. You can work full-time, have businesses and multiple streams of income to help support yourself and your family. They run a podcast. It's called Minority Report. They travel all over the Midwest talking to entrepreneurs, how they've become successful, and they're going to share some of those tips with us on the show on February 12th. And if you have a suggestion for someone who would be an amazing guest on the show, either in telling their life story or maybe they're an expert in a specific area, we're always open to having people join us uh, and share with us their ideas. You can just simply email me at Doug at KLIN.com. Doug at KLIN.com. Well, to wrap up the first segment here uh we want to keep giving away fun stuff johnny it's going to be great and you like this because you already have this and you actually you know dance around like with josh uh you know to the song one shot one life we have an amazing theme song written by uh the band voda like i said before and periodically people will say you know what we listen to the theme song when you start in the show but we never get to hear the whole thing so um you can now grab yourself a free copy of the theme song one shot one life all you have to do is go to our website one shot one life.com and on the front page there you're going to see a place where you can download it and it's absolutely free uh plus we want to thank Brian Olson and the band Voda for generously allowing us to give it away uh, as well. So go ahead and grab your copy today at OneShotOneLife.com. Well, we're going to take our first break here, and when we come back, we'll be joined by former assistant football coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, George Darlington. Uh, we'd love for you to join us by calling or texting in. The Rickstein Recognition Hotline is now open at 402-479-1400. You can also comment on Facebook Live as well, and we'll be monitoring that too. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KLIN. Well, welcome back to One Shot, One Life, the show where we help you stop worrying and start winning in all areas of life. It is 15 past the hour. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. And we want to thank our incredible show sponsors because their support is vital in order for us to keep doing what we do. Plus, they 
truly believe in the message that we're uh, sharing at One Shot One Life. We have Lincoln Coin and Bullion. They're my trusted uh, bullion experts for over a decade. Go check them out. We'll talk about more of them here in a minute. Uh, John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning, proudly serving the Lincoln and surrounding areas for over 25 years. And Casey Smile. Dr. Headley and his staff completely transformed my smile. If you're watching me on Facebook, you can see that. And they can do the same for you. You can check them out. Uh, and you can check out my transformation by simply going to OneShotOneLife.com. All you have to do is go to CaseySmile.com to get more information. If you or your business would like to partner with One Shot One Life and join our amazing team of sponsors, you can contact me directly at Doug at KLIN.com. Doug at KLIN.com. Well, today we're excited to have in the studio former Nebraska football assistant coach George Darlington. Coach Darlington helped coach uh, the Husker football team for over 30 years with great success, which includes several conference and national championships. Uh, he is also well known for his football facts program and they were just talked about here before we started the show uh, that he's taught basic football facts to many fans uh, through many different means especially the ones at memorial stadium here in lincoln many people enjoy and then uh, he's still teaching that by the way we might talk about that in a second and then george is ultimately here to share with us what he's been investing his life in over the past 10 years which is serving our prison population through a local prison ministry so george we want to welcome you to one shot one life especially as we're getting started here well, thank you. Appreciate coming back. Oh, it's an honor to have you here. Now, you're not a stranger to KLIN. You've no. been associated through your football facts and, and many other ways that you've uh, had connections here. Yes, in fact, KLIN sponsored uh, football facts for novices for a long time. It used to be football facts for women until Title IX came. Wow. Well, we, we appreciate you being here. It's an honor. And as I was sharing with people, having you on, you're going to be on the show, many people were like, you know what, we really want to hear what George thinks about the current situation with the Husker football program. So uh, we'll talk about that and what's going on. Um, because over the past few weeks, we've seen a huge shift, right, in the coaching staff. We've seen a lot of players both being brought in and recruited. Um, we see players leaving the program and moving on, which is a, a big, you know, uh, it's a. It seems like a big um, mix right now. The question is, how do you feel with this whole mix that's going on? How do you feel the future is going to look for Nebraska in 2022? Well, a lot will depend on the uh, transfers they get in, plus the men that they've had in the program. We had a lot of young players the last couple of years, and uh, you expect to see development. But... Uh, it's a whole new game with the uh, ability of people to jump around and right. switch schools and stuff like that. But I know that they're working very hard in recruiting, and uh, that's going to be important. And uh, it's a crucial year for them. I think everybody knows that they uh, need to win. Yeah. We've got coaches like um, Mark Whipple coming in, Donovan Riola. Now, we talked about... Um, we talked about uh, him earlier on. You said you actually did some recruiting, correct? Yeah, we had a kid named Dominic Rayola yeah. that played uh, 13 or 14 years in the NFL. His son is a top-rated quarterback in two years in the nation. And uh, Donovan was uh, in the ninth or 10th grade when I would go to the house, very exuberant guy, and I'm excited to see him when I go down to the office. Now, you you played football yourself, correct? Yes. What was your career like? Where did you play at? I played at Rutgers. Mm -hmm. And uh, then went into co 
went to graduate school at Stanford, and then came back to Joyce and started coaching in high school. Why did you get involved with coaching? When I was a little kid, I always wanted to be a coach. I know some people want to be firemen, doctors, etc., and uh, the uh, desire never left me. Hmm. How many years then did you coach at Nebraska? 30. 30 years, and then after that, you coached other places as well? Yeah, I coached a bunch of places after that. I uh, coached in Marshall University back in my uh, home area, Louisiana Tech. In fact, we uh, came up here and got spanked by <laughs> Nebraska when they switched the locker room to the other end. And of course, I laughed. I said, well, yeah, I'm very familiar with this locker room <laughs> for 30 years. And then uh, uh, coached at my last uh, college gig was the University of San Diego. And uh, they play uh, in a conference that's all over the country. They play teams in Jacksonville, Florida, and New York. And it's a non-scholarship program, but it was originated because some of the big basketball powers like uh, Dayton and some of those the NCAA told them you can't appear in uh, NCAA basketball unless you have at least one AA football. So they established this uh, conference, um, you know, Moorhead State and yeah. Jacksonville and, of course, University of San Diego. So we used to be out of school on Thursday on the airplane going different places. It was very unique. It's a non-scholarship program but they have you know done very well so with all of your experience then in the past in coaching teams um, what encouragement would you give to the current staff at Nebraska well as Al Davis in his white uniform would say just win baby <laughs> that's pretty simple well it's a simple business yeah. Bear Bryant one time at a uh, clinic uh, he was a little bit inebriated but was speaking to 1200 coaches and he said you know there's only two types of people in this auditorium mm. those that have been fired and those that will be fired mm. and don't ever tack your carpet down well and that's and i think it's important for people to understand that you know coaches they, they're people too, right? Um, they've got lives, they have families, they put in a lot of time and effort. And like you said, um, the turnover sometimes can be pretty great or expected. How does that impact a family? Well, if you don't have a wife that's willing to move, mm -hmm. let's say um, you have the wrong wife. Mm. And uh, we had a ex-player who played on the... 71 national championship team who was coaching Guy Ingalls and uh, Monty Kiffin was coaching in North Carolina State and said, look, we got to spend more time because we have one year to win or we're gone. And you better talk with your wives and see if they're willing to have you really not around at all. And uh, his wife said, no, uh, I don't buy into that. Mm. So he moved back to Omaha. No, it's uh, uh, the strange thing. Nebraska, Penn State, Florida State had tremendous stability. Right. And uh, we had people 
stay. I think during my 30 years, we only had 10 coaches leave. Two or three of them retired. And that was uh, completely unusual. It's a different time. It's a different time. Well, it is, but you want to strive for that because if you can have stability on a staff, it helps tremendously in recruiting. Well, i got a final question for this segment. Uh, My son, Dylan is 24 years old. He was born in 1997. Can't believe how fast time flies, by the way. That's right. And, uh, you know, he's a huge Husker football fan, and but he's never known the fun uh, experiencing the domination, the championships that, we, that I was able to experience growing up uh, as a Husker football fan. So when I told him that you were going to be on the show today, he shared with me a question that he wanted me to ask you, and I thought it was Excellent question. So here it is. Um, what is it that makes a good team a great team that can make a le- legitimate run for a championship? For example, he says, Nebraska has talent has had talented players over the last 15, 20 years, but why have they not been able to make a jump into the elite category? Was there ever a moment with your championship teams, uh, maybe at practice or elsewhere, where you realize, Oh wow, man! Like we really have it. This team is different. And if so, what made you feel that way about the team? Well, what happened, uh, Coach Osborne? As a new coach, we inherited a very good football team. Uh, we always had an opportunity within reason in the seventies, eighties, and nineties to win it all. Yep. We had good talent. We had some games in the eighty where. Quite frankly, uh, we got screwed by one mm-hmm. means or another, mainly officiating. And uh, we were always in that situation. And then when the changes took place of firing the old guys in 2002 and then Coach Solich and his staff, uh, many of them young play- people that we had coached, they got fired. It's been on a downhill. They have... Uh, thrown away the ba- baby with the bathwater. Mm. Things that we did to make us the winningest program in the country for 30 or 40 years were abandoned by the coach that came in, mm. i.e. no walk-ons, the whole bit. And so now they're struggling and to get back to adapting some of those things, but some of their own ideas to get it back. But once you lose something uh, so radically like Nebraska did, there's no excuse for the up and downs other than the fact that uh, recruiting's been affected, etc. So what do you feel then are the key, um, you know, the key things that a team needs to have then that, that they're going to need to do to jump to that next level? Well, the first thing, you have to not play like you're expecting to lose. Mm. This past year was the greatest example of playing good enough to lose. We had a good football team, could have won easily three or four more games, but always found a way to lose. Mm. Uh, During the 70s, 80s, and 90s, uh, we normally found ways to win, and the players had more confidence of that. Even when things went bad during the game, you know, we did. We sloughed it off. We figured, hey, we're still going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, some people don't realize, and when we uh, beat uh, Florida like a yard dog, uh, our focus on that game 
was to go into the fourth quarter no worse than 10 points behind and that we figured we would have beaten them up by that time and uh, as we did the year before with Miami. Well, that was the mindset. And so consequently, when things went bad earlier uh, in a game, it's no big deal Mm -hmm. because we expected to win. Uh, We knew we were going to find a way to win, and very seldom didn't we win. Well, thank you for being willing to um, share a little bit about Husker football in the opening segment here. We really appreciate that. And uh, when we come back, we're going to talk more about your prison ministry and that great work that you're doing. Uh, We've been having a great time talking with former assistant football coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, George Darlington. And when we come back, George is going to share with us what he's passionately been investing his life in over the past decade. So stick around to find out more. You're listening to One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion, where we respect our clients' privacy. We discourage walk-ins to minimize customer overlap and fully encourage all customers to call us to schedule an appointment. We operate by appointment only to offer our customers a discreet and confidential transaction. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. You only have one shot in this amazing one life, helping you make every single day count. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Welcome back. It's 30 minutes past the hour. I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. Thank you so much for joining us on One Shot, One Life. We want to thank our title sponsor, Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Pat, Courtney, Katie, and the entire staff have been my trusted precious metals dealer for over 10 years now. I can't believe it. Um, They're such good, nice, decent, honest people, and they're fun to work with. Um, If you've been considering purchasing gold or silver, now's the time to act while they still have a good supply, because silver is, you know, it's kind of hard to get. And um, if you have gold and silver that you've been thinking about selling. Lincoln Coin and Bullion is your place to go to to get a fair and competitive price for your bullion. Plus, they also buy and sell uh, platinum as well. Um, I highly recommend Lincoln Coin and Bullion. They work hard at providing the best prices in town and from um, what you can find online as well. Uh, Plus, you don't have to pay for shipping if you go and to talk to them. Um, and there's no sales tax, and that's another benefit of buying local as well. They've been around for over 15 years, and I've been purchasing for them uh, from them for over 10 years now. You can get more information at LincolnCoinAndBullion.com. It's LincolnCoinAndBullion.com. Remember, um, they only take you by appointment only so they can give you their full attention. So if you want to set up an appointment, simply call them at 402 402- 327-2853. That's 402-327-2853. And if you go in and you talk to them, make sure you let them know that you heard about it on One Shot, One Life. Well, our guest today is former assistant coach of the Nebraska Cornhuskers, George Darlington. And in the first segment, George shared his thoughts about the upcoming Husker football season. If you missed that, I highly recommend that you go back to KLAN.com and you can listen to our podcast. Plus, you can also listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. All you do have to do is pull up your favorite podcast platform and search One Shot, all one word, One Life, all one word, and then click subscribe. And you can listen to all of our past shows as well. Plus, if you like what you hear, we'd really appreciate it if you give us a really good 
strong rating. Well, George, thanks again for coming in today. We really appreciate you being here. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, as I shared uh, in the opening segment, there there are thousands uh, of men and women that are admitted to um, the city and county jail system here in Lincoln and Lancaster County and to the Lancaster County Departments of Corrections as well. Um, It's been a passion of yours over the, I think, 10 plus years now to serve some of those men and women, uh, excuse me, men, I think specifically, uh, by helping prepare them to become productive members of our society after they come out of the system through the local prison ministry. Um, You are involved in prison ministry work now. It's been really uh, just uh, the heart of what you've been doing for a long time. How did you first get involved with prison ministry work to begin with? Well, Chaplain uh, Crapo with the city county jail got in touch with me about considering to be on a support team for Good News Jail and Prison Ministry, Mm -hmm. which is the largest uh, ministry in the United States and also is uh, involved worldwide. And then from that, not to go into all the different details, I ended up uh, also uh, having an inmate, Ricky Rivera, who wanted to come to a morning Bible study from the uh, CCC group from the state facility from work release. Mm -hmm. So I would pick him up and take him to Saturday morning Bible study, and it kind of grew from there to where then we started picking up uh, inmates to come on Saturday to do projects from community corrections and uh, around uh, uh, the two churches we were involved with, and then, of course, have a little Bible study and then come on Saturday. So, um, now let's educate people, because you were telling me about this earlier this week. What are the overall numbers of people, at least that you uh, can recall, um, that are incarcerated in Lincoln and Lancaster County each year? Well, there's got to be well over a thousand, uh, if not uh, closer to two thousand. City County Jail normally will have six hundred and some. They transition I think 10,000 through the year in and out because they get sent other places. And then Community Corrections has two two areas. One, an all-female dorm, which was just completed, and I think they have probably three or 400 male inmates, and they they are involved with work release. About half of them go out into the community. Mm -hmm. We're fortunate here in Lincoln, there are an unbelievable number of jobs. So they can get out, they can uh, transition back into society by working and building up some money for when they're paroled. And then you have, uh, of course, the big house, the state pen, Mm -hmm. where uh, Chuck Colson's group uh, ministers there. So there's uh, a lot more people incarcerated in Lincoln that people would ever imagine. Absolutely. And when you were telling me those numbers earlier, I was I was blown away because I didn't know uh, what no, the numbers were. No, nor did I. No. And um, so how, of, of those thousands uh, each year, how many then does your ministry reach each year? Well, uh, pre-COVID, we were having probably 12 or 13 men on Saturday that did an unbelievable number of projects at Bethel Baptist. Mm-hmm. Um, notably, we have a 40 by 40 foot garden that we tend, plant, 
and uh, we raise over 21 uh, different vegetables and share them with the with the body itself and then painting all kinds of work there on Saturdays and then Sunday um, pre-pandemic we would have 12, 14, 15 men and we'd have uh, various people from the church who were vetted would pick them up and take them to services and we always have a meal after that. So earlier this week you were telling me you felt it was about average about 100 a year or so that actually that you well, they reach really each, be each year. At least that many yeah. and probably more probably because more. then when they are paroled, some continue to come. In fact, Bible study this morning we had uh, two men that had been incarcerated that right. are out now and working. And, but a number of them go back to where they're from. You know, uh, Scott's Bluff, there seemed to be a run of inmates from Scott's Bluff. It might be the most dangerous town in Nebraska. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the safest, because they're all in jail. <laughs> but uh, they, a number of them go back to where they're from and in, in the, the apartment, because a lot of the men, if not all of them, have... Uh, family right uh to one degree or another back where they're from so they don't all stay in lincoln but some do so you were how did the pandemic then impact the ministry itself because obviously everything shut down for a while was it the same in regards to uh your work yes very much we would have let's say 12 to 15 uh the two days in a row and then when they shut it down for the period almost all of those men had been paroled and had gone back to their community or in some cases stayed and come to church on their own. Uh, so it started back up a few weeks ago. I think we had one or two men mm-hmm. that were approved to come and be a part of uh, helping out a church. So with that then, um, as you're working with them and they come you know, to you, what is your overall purpose with the ministry? What, what do you want to accomplish when you have these men um, that you're working with? Well, we want all of them to come to faith in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's the main purpose. And uh, uh, some do, some don't, uh, which is true of our society. And uh, it's exciting when you see all of them and hear their stories Um, and unfortunately I think in our society as we know drugs are a real problem in our society how many people are incarcerated uh, due to drug things some drugs are harder to get off of I think meth is uh, very very difficult to beat even then when you're in the prison system and uh, don't have access to it. And you talked about earlier, too, about marijuana kind of being that gateway drug. Well, it's kind of an acceptable drug. I think if you would uh, have high school students uh, be honest, and it would be an amazing number of people that at least have experimented with it. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, my dad told me a long time ago, alcoholics become alcoholics uh, by nature in that the first drink might not be the last Mm. drink. 
there's people that can socially drink and you wouldn't classify them as alcoholics, but there are other people that that first drink is so alluring that uh, they become drunks. And you find that then impacting their lives, and then you're seeing a lot of that then with the people that you're working with. Well, sure. How do you get money? Yeah. Well, you got to sell drugs. You've got to, uh, you know, work if you're working. But, uh, you know, if you have a, a real bad addiction habit of whatever, you, you, you can't get that for 50 cents a shot. Right. Uh, before we close out this segment, um, let's walk through then some of the specific things you do within the ministry. You touched upon a little bit earlier, um, where they come in, you have a Bible study, they are working with a local garden, community garden that you have at your church. What are some other things that you do as you work with them so people can understand? Because I know we have a lot of people that you're, we're going to educate them today, right, like I was, about um, the uh, situation that we have and how best to help them. Um, they might want to get involved with helping out if they understand exactly you know some of the, the things that you do to work with them. And you've told me some great stories, which we'll get into in our final segment. But what are some specific things you do when you work with these men? Well, the one thing, when the weather gets nice, uh, they accuse me of still having a whistle <laughs> because uh, we have so many projects. They get out of hand. Like uh, we Coach is going to blow Well, no, it's, we don't ever give them any breaks. And they say, this is ridiculous, but we have... Uh, for example, this spring, we're going to have to be doing painting. We've done, done uh, uh, concrete work. Uh, we had one inmate who had his own uh, nursery business, so he took care of all the flowers in the flower gardens and uh, just any types of things. So we just took down our artificial Christmas tree from from the window and Decor, you know, taking mm -hmm. decorations down. Um, there's always things to do around the uh, facility. And, of course, the uh, garden is a big thing because uh, uh, we have, uh, you know, a lot of plants to take care of. And weeds are hard to beat. <laughs> you also take them shopping as well, right? So yes, you now. In other areas? Yes, and uh, uh, other men uh, will do that, too. Uh, where they'll have a pass to go to Walmart. Because mm -hmm. you think about it, uh, you've you've been a gangbanger in uh, Grand Island. You get thrown in uh, one of these facilities down here. Uh, you don't have any support from home. Uh, you've got to go work. you got to work at a job right now, and the most you have is a thin jacket. Right. Well, you've got to go to... Walmart and different places and get the proper clothing, just simple things like that. They can't just tell the uh, facility out there, hey, I'm going to take off for three or four hours right. and go shopping. So you have to go through the procedure and somebody has to sponsor you. I've had women call me to take them out uh, from that facility. And uh, my wife we reminded me that wouldn't be very smart. And I would try to be polite. I'd say, you know, I, I can't do that because it would be a, at least a one or two day uh, feature in the paper if uh, ex football coach got accused of molesting right. a female right. inmate at the Walmart parking lot. But that brings up another good point as well as you're working with men, but we have a, a women 
uh, prison population as well. And if there are people listening today that want to get involved, that might be a good, a great area. Well, uh, and, and there are a few churches here in Lincoln that have a ministry mm-hmm. uh, there, but there are quite honestly some churches that don't want that kind of people mm-hmm. at their uh, at their uh, church. And fortunately, um, Pastor Fowler and uh, people at Bethel, that's a passion of them to have ministry uh, to the jail population. Uh, Mrs. Fowler was a in a secure pr- prison in uh, South Carolina and worked there for, I think, 25 years and worked wow. here and in Texas. So they're very familiar. And uh, it's exciting when we uh, see men uh, and we can serve service them, I guess you say, and they come to faith in Christ. Well, we're going to uh, talk about how people can get involved in the next segment, uh, who to contact, how to get in touch with you as well. We've been having a great conversation with former assistant Nebraska football coach George Darlington. Uh, We're going to take our final break, and when we come back, uh, we'll continue our conversation about this very important ministry work. Plus, we're going to ask George about our multiplier question, so he's getting ready for that, and you're not going to want to miss it. You're listening to One Shot, One Life, on Lincoln's number one news and talk station, 1499.3 KL. One Shot, One Life is presented by Lincoln Coin and Bullion. Buying and selling precious metals such as silver, gold, platinum, and palladium. We buy and sell coins and bills, both domestic and foreign. You're listening to 1499.3 KLIN. Helping you tap into the power of the ultimate success formula to win at anything in life. This is One Shot, One Life on 1499.3 KLIN. Well, thank you so much for joining us today on One Shot, One Life. It is 48 past the hour, and I'm your host, Doug Fitzgerald. We, again, want to thank our incredible show sponsors. Um, I tell you what, I've just been blown away and amazed and so thankful and grateful uh, for them coming alongside us and sponsoring the show. Um, And let me go ahead and list off who they are because we want to make sure that they uh, get notarized and that uh, you know who they are, and we we want you to go out there and visit them. Lincoln Coin and Bullion, my trusted bullion experts for over a decade right here in Lincoln. You can check them out at lincolncoinandbullion.com. John Henry's Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. They've been proudly serving the Lincoln and surrounding areas for over 25 years. You can check them out online, too. And then Casey Smile. Dr. Headley, Jeannie, and the staff there have completely transformed my style. They do incredible work. Uh, They're down in Overland Park, Kansas. It's just a quick drive, um, a couple of uh, sessions with them, and they totally changed my smile, George, so I got a whole new grill here. Uh, All you have to do uh, to check them out is go to kcsmile.com. So again, thank you to our sponsor. Well, coming up on One Shot, One Life over the next few weeks, we've got some great shows lined up for you. Next Saturday, January 29th, we have the band Voda coming in. I know John and Josh are really excited about them coming in, and uh, they're going to talk about uh, what's been going on in their life. They've got a tour coming up in 2022 all over the country. Of course, Brian Olson is the uh, owner of the band. He's a former member of the Christian group, The Newsboys, and he's also the um, uh, the writer and performer of our theme song, One Shot, One Life. So we're going to talk about that we're going to talk about how that came about obviously what their hopes and dreams are in regards to their band and what they have coming up for this next year then on saturday january 5th or excuse me february 5th we will not have a show due to husker basketball and then on saturday february 12th entrepreneurs billy the kid and dan delgado they're going to be here talking about how to develop multiple streams of income through becoming your own entrepreneur uh billy's an owner of four thriving businesses dan a uh, owner of three they do a great job they're great people they're super fun to 
to talk to. So they're very entertaining. We're going to have them in on the show, and it's going to be a great show to learn about uh, inspire their inspiring stories and tips of how to develop several streams of income through becoming your own entrepreneur. Well, today we are honored to have George Darlington in the studio and on the show. Uh, he's been sharing with us his passion for serving the prison population right here uh, in Lincoln. Now, George, we've got um, about 10 minutes here, and um, last week I met with, and I think we have a mutual friend, I met with uh, Matt Schulte, who is the Executive Director of Youth for Christ here in Lincoln. He shared with me that approximately 800 teens who pass through the Lancaster County Youth Detention Center, uh, that they pass through every year, 72% of them never, ever get a single visit from anyone during their time there. And I'm proud to say that Youth for Christ has a strong ministry that's making a difference uh, in the lives of those teens. From your experience in working with the adult prison population, do you see a similar percentage of people who don't get visited? Well, um, yes. Very, very, the uh, partially before, because of distance, yeah. partially on having to get a pass to have them come. Uh, I don't know the exact statistics, right. but uh, there are, and then you have uh, inmates who, whose family are obviously disrupted right. because uh, of them being uh, incarcerated. In some cases, uh, divorce uh, becomes a problem. Involvement with children. One of the ex-inmates who's been out for a number of years, uh, his son for a period, would not want anything to do with him. Mm. Uh, he would go v- to the house uh, where they uh, lived, and a kid would run out the back door, teenager. And the uh, exciting thing, a week ago, he said that they were finally going to have uh, lunch together, mm. which was a big step Yeah, because the kid wanted, the son wanted nothing to do with his criminal dad. That has to make you feel really good because you know you've made that connection or helped make that connection. Well, it was exciting. It really was because I know how honestly he wanted to uh, have a relationship with his son and have him back in his life, and he tried in many ways. But, uh, no, that was that was exciting. But the disjointed uh, family situation uh, makes it tough. Many of the... Men have children around, scattered around with uh, their wife or girlfriend or whatever. And so it, it affects a lot of other people, too, mm-hmm. besides just the incarcerated man. Well, then let's, let's talk about that because it probably dovetails into the next question is, you know, what is the greatest reward through this whole process of working with these men to you? Well, the greatest the reward is to see uh, a number that come to faith yeah. and see their lives change. We mentioned the fellow Ricky Rivera. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, he was, uh, you know, a real badass, if you want to use mm-hmm. those terms, and was uh, in and out of jail and all that. And to see him today, uh, it's exciting to see um, what a tremendous change in his life and other people's lives. And uh, the sad thing is you don't see a larger percentage that get right. everything squared away, but you don't ever give up. So uh, as you're working with the ministry then, uh, you, you talk about Ricky, right? What's his life like now? 
Well, uh, he lives in Florida now, has a tremendous job, rubbed it in that he was in shorts the other day. <laughs> and uh, he is has two jobs waiting for him here if he doesn't want wow. to stay in Florida at Duncan Aviation and can always go back to Kawasaki. Um, and he's involved with a good church down in Florida. And uh, he was... Uh, ministering at the city-county jail with Bible studies pre, pre-COVID. That's great. So he's carrying that on. What, um, what is your greatest need? Before we close out, what is your greatest need within the ministry? Well, the greatest need is really uh, to get the word to more men that are incarcerated, in this case at Community Corrections, that we have a welcoming church, and uh, it would be great for them to come to be a part of it, to listen to, to an excellent preacher, and to get involved with serving, because uh, we have a lot of older people in our church, mm-hmm. quite frankly. And uh, when I see people that are younger than me, they're uh, and they're <laughs> and they're old. <laughs> but uh, that that's the thing you want to have uh, have it spread out. We have volunteers at. Uh, church that will pick men up and drive them to church or to Bible study and take them back. And it would be great to see more churches that realize that uh, uh, when Jesus said in Matthew uh, 25, uh, verse 44, when did you do things for various people, including incarcerated people? Uh, when did you serve me? And uh, Jesus said, "Why well, you serve me when you reached out to people in need and also in prison?" Um, you want uh, it, it has uh, a great effect eventually on society for every life that uh, is changed and becomes productive instead of uh, the other. That's a positive thing. And a certain percentage of these men, we would not expect to see them again incarcerated. And we would love, you know, hear about what they're doing now. And I'm sure you're always open to volunteers. Yes, helping you very out. much so. We have uh, three or four people at Bethel Baptist that help out and would love to have more people get involved, especially if their church is open to, hey, Let's bring some inmates uh, to our church and have them a, a part of the body. All right, contact information to get in touch with George, Bethel Baptist Church, SBC at gmail.com. You can also check them out at Facebook, Bethel Baptist Church, Lincoln, Nebraska, and phone number 402-489-7692. Well, George, thank you so much for coming in. It's just been a pleasure. Thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Yeah, and you say that... Coin and bullion, do they give free samples? <laughs> you might want to check it out. Then we'll have to ask Pat. <laughs> well, thank you so much again, George, for coming in. We really appreciate it. We want to thank you for being here. We want to thank my producers, Johnny and Kenny, as well. And until next time, take full advantage of your amazing one life and make every single day count. We'll see you next Saturday. 
Thank you for listening to the One Shot One Life Show. Visit OneShotOneLife.com to get a free download of our theme song. While you're there, learn how to connect with Doug on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Go there now. OneShotOneLife.com. And listen every Saturday morning at 11, right here on 1499.3 KLIN. One-